Cincinnati is a surprisingly interesting city. I say that it's surprisingly interesting as I feel like most people who have never been here just assume that it's in the boring flyover state of Ohio and it's just another typical Rust Belt Midwestern city. I would say in my opinion that it's easily the most interesting city in Ohio, which is a state that has quite a few larger cities. Was that one of those voiceovers? Like, you know how, I don't know if it's AI or whatever, where it's just like an artificial voice that talks through your video or whatever. Is that what that was? Kind of. I think that was an actual video of the guy that does the AI voices for what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Not actually. I, I was just YouTubing Provo, Utah, and Cincinnati, Ohio, just to find people talking about the city. Huh. Found one at Provo talking about there's more uh, candy stores than bars, and Cincinnati apparently isn't just some flyover state city. It's actually pretty cool. Well, is would Cincinnati ever be – maybe it's been uh, labeled a flyover city. I don't know. It's a um, pretty big area right there, what, just just on the north side of Kentucky, right? Yep. I don't know much about it. I don't know anything about Cincinnati. Yeah. Nothing. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to going there, hanging out a little bit, learning some about the city, seeing what type of cuisine they got going on there. Uh I don't know. I, I'm I'm fascinated to learn more, but you know, I'm glad it's just one trip, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing is I, I think you could definitely get excited about going to Provo and Cincinnati one time. Like, would you want that to be a regular road game every single year? I don't know, maybe you would Utah, um, because there's, you know, some interesting things to offer out there. Maybe not so much with Cincinnati, but yeah, one time it, it, it'll be fun. It'll be cool. Yeah. I'm, but, I'm, but fans are way more interested from what I'm seeing in going to Provo than they are Cincinnati. Like Provo, I think is where you're going to see the large contingent of OU fans. Cincinnati, you'll have a good crowd, but I, I think way more fans will make the trip to, to Provo. Yeah. Which I don't know. I, I don't know how, how like, Flights to Salt Lake are super easy. Um, I don't know if you can fly into Provo. Don't know. I haven't looked that far into it, obviously. But I, I think we got two good trips, and I think it's. I also like the fact that we're hosting UCF. I think UCF's a good football team. Um, they might be the best team out of the three. I don't know if it's the toughest game out of the three because it's the one that you play at home. Mm-hmm. But just like pound for pound, who's going to be the best team out of the four new teams? I think UCF might have a pretty good case next year. Yeah. Um, I, do you think the timing of the BYU trip – I see a lot of people I, – I just saw – what was it? Pate just had some tweet about our schedule and, like, the Big 12 sticking it to Oklahoma with, um, like, the way that we close things out, having to – obviously having the, the road game at BYU and then home against TCU on the – on the short week. I, if you were going back-to-back road games, I think it would be a, a much bigger deal. But since you're playing a, a home game, I it's going to be made to be a big deal. I don't think it's as big of a deal as, as some people think. Well, you know, what he was saying is, like, you've got three out of four games on the road before you play TCU, you know, in the final game of the season against the, the playoff team. Well, it's not the playoff team. 
that we're playing, okay? It's going to be a totally different TCU team. They're playing at our house. We'll see what everything looks like by then. But we're playing at Kansas State or at Kansas, which I know they had uh, a strong season this year, but you know, there's there's I mean, we're going we're playing at Kansas, at Oklahoma State and at BYU. It's not like we have Georgia, Tennessee and Florida, you know? So I feel like there's there's a lot of people trying to make some stretch that we got a, a bad deal handed to us. I think this schedule is well, about as easy as you could ever and ask that, for. And that's my point, too, is that like you look at the schedule and, you, and that's the one thing that pops out to you of like, oh, whoa, okay, well, that's the tough part of the schedule. And if the tough part of your schedule, like you're saying, like you're saying is at BYU and TCU on a short week, then that just speaks to how manageable the schedule is next year. Like there's some years that we're talking about, ooh, that's a tough three-game stretch in October. You get out of that tough three-game stretch, then you can really start to cruise. There is no tough three-game stretch here, seemingly. Like we'll see what happens with some of these teams, but yeah. That, that, if that's As you your look toughest, at it right now. Yeah, if that's your toughest two-game stretch, then this might be one of the more manageable schedules OU's had in a long time, and you know that that's saying something. Well, here's the thing. And, and, and this could obviously change. I, if BYU is putting together like a super impressive season and TCU I, is able to bounce back and, and remain a team that's at, at top of the, of the Big 12, well, then that looks a little bit more difficult. Well, we just, I, I just can't project that. It's, again, if you're Oklahoma – Going at BYU and then home against TCU on six days rest instead of seven. I, if that's what you're worried about, we're going to the wrong conference. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, with all, I, like, I, totally I think agree. these are two good programs. I don't mean uh, any disrespect to BYU and TCU. Like I said, I, I think that there's a, a legitimate chance that BYU. With a quarterback coming back that, you know, statistically, as I look at it, had a really good season last year. Um, you know, that they got him coming back. I mean, that's that's a you know, that's a big part of what what you gotta do is get your quarterback play up to par and then TCU will see how they bounce back. You know, there's some good young talent on that team, but you know, they're also missing some guys, are gonna have to replace some guys, and they've done okay in the transfer portal, but I mean it's and I know we're coming off of a six and seven season. I get it, but I we play Kansas, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, BYU, and TCU to close out the year. How many preseason, uh, preseason top twenty-five teams are on that list? And I get it that doesn't make or break how tough the schedule is. But Texas will be in the top twenty-five preseason. TCU will be in the top twenty-five preseason, and I wouldn't be shocked if that's it. We don't play. We don't play one team that's won the Big 12 in a decade. Uh, let's see. OSU's last was 2011. Texas was 09. Uh, let me see the rest of the Iowa schedule. State, Iowa never. State, never. Kansas, never. Kansas, Oklahoma never. Oklahoma State, never. TCU last year. Or no, TCU didn't, hadn't won it since uh, 2013. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Decade. So, that's what I'm saying. I you can't get it. You can't ask for it on paper. I'm not – again, I don't know what the season is going to hold and what we look like and what they look like, but as we look at it right now on paper, 
It's a, it's a dream schedule. They could have dealt OU a much tougher hand with the schedule. Yeah. And I, I bet I can find some teams with a much more difficult schedule than OU. Well, instead uh, of Texas playing, has a much different uh, difficult schedule than OU, I can tell you that. I'll just give you this right now. Instead of playing Iowa State, Kansas, and West Virginia, if we would have been playing uh, Kansas State, um, Texas Tech and, and Baylor. Baylor. That dramatically It's already it. way different. Yep, it's just those sure. three games right there. Like the the three tough like uh, three teams that have a potential to be the three toughest teams in the conference next year. We don't play them. Uh, being a season ticket holder this year sucks. Take away Georgia and add Arky State. Well, they added SMU, but I see your point there from the nine one eight. Cincinnati, great German food, barbecue, chili, easy to get a flight. You know, I didn't know I had good German food. Okay, I, I'm just kind of ho hum on German food. I don't. It's not. It's like, a once in a while thing for me. Yeah, it's just. It's just okay. Yeah, it's not bad. I, it's it's like leans towards the type of food that I like. But but if it's true that Cincinnati has better barbecue, I'm always going to pick the better barbecue over better German food, even though good barbecue is pretty easy to find for the most part. I don't, man, you say that. You haven't ventured up north very much. Well, I'm saying good barbecue. That's the point. Up north is not good barbecue. No, it's, I, I'm anxious. Like, I, I'm saying Cincinnati. if there's good barbecue, if there's good barbecue yeah. in Cincinnati, I'm picking that all, all day over German food. No, I agree with you. I'm, I've never had good barbecue up north. Not saying it doesn't exist. I've just never had it. North of St. Louis, you never had it before? Nope. I've never had barbecue in St. Louis. Maybe St. Louis has... Well, they have St. Louis ribs, so I thought surely they'd at least have some decent barbecue. They may. Um, But, you know, obviously Kansas City's good. I feel like the the bulk of your best barbecues, the further south you get, feels like the better it is. But I don't know. Someone could probably prove me wrong. Oklahoma's a big boy. They'll be fine on the road. Quit being so dramatic, people. Uh, the tough part of this schedule is having to look at it and still being stuck in this 11 a.m. conference, <laughs> says the 918. Big 12 trying to sink OU strength to schedule, so even if we go undefeated, a one-loss SEC team will still make the playoff. Boy, that is that's a that's about as good of a uh, of an argument as I've heard. But I think that this schedule was probably more of Oklahoma's doing than the conference is doing. I think I think. The, if the Big 12 had their way, they definitely would have had Oklahoma going to Kansas State, um, you know, probably playing Tech, probably, you know, they would have loved to have Oklahoma going at Oklahoma State, Tech at home, at BYU, TCU at home, or ba- like put Baylor or um, I guess we were supposed to be on the road at Baylor, but they would have loved to put Tech there instead of West Virginia. As a Cardinals fan, I've been to Cincinnati many a times for games. It's definitely a baseball town. Not a great football atmosphere unless the Bengals are playing well. It's been a good football atmosphere yeah. pro-wise recently. They're, they have like the opponents that the Bengals are going to play next year. They don't have the dates. But yeah. they do have the baseball schedule out. And if you're a baseball fan, the Cincinnati Pirates? Reds will – yeah, they're playing the Pirates um, at home on that Friday night. So you might be able to uh, – Check that one out at Great American Ballpark. Cross a no, ballpark off the list. The Reds were actually okay last year, but the Pirates have Pirates been Pirates haven't been good, dreadful, good in a while. Right? Yeah, it's, it's been tough for those guys. 
Don't know if it's going to get better anytime soon. Sean says, my guess will uh, OU will play Tech, Baylor, and K-State non-conference games. And Texas will play whoever they skip to negotiate or to negate buyout in future seasons. He's saying, like, the the three teams that OU's not playing this year, well, they don't play four, but the three that have been in the league, they'll play them in future non-con yeah. games, and the same thing for Texas. There's been rumor about that, right? Um, that in order to get out of the – Grant of rights, Grant of rights uh, serve us up some some non-con games, and you know I'm I'm sure that that probably makes everyone feel a little bit better. Makes I'm sure the network partners feel better. Makes the conferences feel better. Be able to host some of those home games, and yeah, that that makes sense. Let me read three more before we get to Twitter here. Um, Cincinnati is a great city, underrated. Uh, skyline chili, whatever you do, don't eat it. It's disgusting. Man, here's the thing about skyline chili. It's it's hard to mess up chili. I I, I mean, I'm I'm sure I've had bad chili before, but God, even chili from a can is is usually pretty good. So I doubt that it's terrible, but it sure gets more credit than any other chili I've ever. It's got to be the most for well being known. like it's it's the most well known chili. Yeah, I feel like. I, I can't even name another chili place outside of Skyline no. Chili. Can you? Wendy's Chili is about the other only well, other person I know where you too. did it. Let's show some respect oh, here to Brahms. Brahms has a chili? Brahms has, has, has had chili for a long time. I'm going to guess it still does. Is it good? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I for what you would expect for fast food chili. Sure. Here's yeah. what I worry about fast food chili. I don't know. Now, Wendy's, I think, gets gets a little more... Like people know it's there and order it. Like Brahms, I would be worried that that like how old is that chili? How long has it been there before they make another batch? You know, you worry about that with Brahms. Oh, I don't, I'm I don't I don't get worried about Brahms okay. all that much. All right, big big Brahms guy over here. If we're talking fast me food, too. me too. Yeah, I uh, asked on our Twitter page earlier, like, hey, here's your um, handful of road games this year: Tulsa, Cincinnati, KU, OSU, BYU. Uh, if you could only attend one road game, which one are you going to? And I'd say 80% said BYU, 10% said Cincinnati, and the other 10 said Tulsa just because it's a bunch of Tulsa listeners and it's the closest game to them. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, a easy, it's an easy trip. You... I, t- I really think a lot of OU fans are going to make that trip to Provo. Yeah. Yeah. I, it is a, it's a glorified non-conference game. At a place that I don't know that OU's ever played. Nope. And, you know, it is late in the year, which makes it a little bit different. But uh, maybe that'll be nice to see some snow-capped mountains out there. Well, in uh, mid-November, that could be the case. It needs to be a day game so we can see those snow-capped mountains in the background of the game. I'd like that a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many people will be hustling to Stillwater for that game. You talk about an intense environment, a hateful environment – that's going to be uh, quite a scene at Boom Pickens Stadium that day. Oh, God. Probably, I think you're right, but I'll say the same thing I've said all along. I don't know why. Oklahoma State should be absolutely thrilled that Oklahoma is leaving the Big 12. Right? Now, if they, if they would have kept their composure and not freaked out, then we probably could have kept that non-conference game and it would have been perfect for them 
play Oklahoma in the non-conference and have a really good shot now that OU and Texas are gone of of maybe grabbing the the top spot in the conference and, and being able to have an opportunity to win it every year. And I think deep down inside, they feel the exact exact way that you're saying. But you got to put on your tough face, though, after yeah. all that happened. You know how it is. Well, that's true. That's that's a good point. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Keep hitting the text line, 651-3439. We'll be back. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. You'll feel good about Landers. How good? Our best deals every day good. Like 4000 off and 2.99% financing for 60 months with no payments for 90 days on select 2022 Silverados and take 1750 off MSRP on new 2023 Malibus and Equinox. Let us show you just how good your experience can be at Landers Chevrolet of Norman and LandersChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Must finance with GM Financial for well-qualified buyers, WAC. full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up Sooner Nation, don't miss your chance to catch double the sports action with this exclusive basketball ticket offer. For a limited time, you can purchase four tickets for $40 to the Sooner Men's Basketball Game versus TCU on March 4th. With your ticket purchase, you'll also receive same-day access to the Sooner Men's Gymnastics Meet versus Michigan. To purchase this special offer, visit Soonersports.com hoops or call the OU Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. Air Comfort Solutions is turning up the heat this winter. Visit aircomfortsolutions.net to schedule a furnace tune-up for $69. Air Comfort Solutions, where savings are in the air. Air Comfort Solutions is offering 12 months no interest, no payments financing on a new energy-efficient furnace. Learn more at aircomfortsolutions.net, where savings are in the air. Norman Parks and Recreation proudly presents the 2023 Daddy-Daughter Dance on February 4th at Embassy Suites in Norman. Dads and daughters will dance the night away, plus new this year, a sensory-friendly space for anyone who would like to enjoy the dance at a lower level. There will be three dance times to choose from, and you can purchase your tickets at cityofnorman.thunderticks.com. The dance will also be broadcast right here on 1400 AM at 7 PM for those participating at home. For more information, visit normanparks.com. I'm Gina Mitchell. At Mitchell's Jewelry, we take our tagline, where Oklahoma gets engaged to heart. Engagement rings, so many styles, so many price ranges. We even have rings that are ready for a proposal this weekend. However, if a custom one-of-a-kind design is more your style, that's our specialty. Natural diamonds, lab-grown diamonds, moissanite, or colored gems. Let us create her dream ring. Mitchell's Jewelry, where Oklahoma gets engaged. Hi, I'm Mandy Moore. We can do great things when we stand together. Stand Up to Cancer is closer than ever before to achieving its mission to make every cancer patient into a long-term survivor. So get on board and stand up to cancer with us. 
To learn more about how you can support this groundbreaking effort and get Advantage Miles, go to standuptocancer.org slash American Airlines. Day one, the hardest day. The day you hear. This is a type of blood cancer. But day one is just one day. At the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, we are here to help you move past day one. On day 45, I discovered an online community who shared great tips for in-treatment care. I missed a lot of school during treatment, and LLS helped me keep up. To learn more and get help on day two, day 28, or any day, please visit LLS.org or call 1-800-955-4572. The Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush until 6 p.m. Yeah, we're going to talk about the schedule unveiling that finally happened today at 1 p.m. I still think it's funny that it was built up, built up, built up, and then just, bam, here's a graphic for everyone. Hit with a thud. I mean, it, I mean, it, the schedule release, like reading the schedule was interesting. The actual release of it was not interesting in, you know, in I mean, just not at all. Right. Thought well. they could have done something a little bit more fun. But everyone, well, shouldn't say everyone, most are excited about the game at BYU. Um, but here's the deal. As excited as you may be as an OU fan, Here's how the BYU side thinks about it. This is uh, from earlier today, BYU Sports Nation and their schedule release. Oh, they're excited out there in Utah. Good well, for them. I'm glad they're excited. Well, and they think they're just going to come in here and run us over because we're new. <laughs> I got another thing coming. Well, well he's, here's the deal, buddy. They're 6-7 and seven last year. We're not really yeah. taking anyone for granted next year. That's right. And he's got six words. Well, I've got nine words for him. Welcome to the league, Cougs. Sooners win it big. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Nice job. Yeah. You thought about that during that whole minute twenty down. audio clip. Yes. <laughs> I had to write it down and count it a couple of times. <laughs> sounds like a uh, Make sure I had sounds to. like a newspaper headline the next day after that. <laughs> Very nice. Oh wow! Well, hey, I know they're excited about it. Um, there's going to be one fan base that is really excited about the game on game week, and another fan base that is really dreading what's about to happen. And I'm not sure who's who yet. 
Yeah, I mean, if it's anything like last year, it's like, oh, God, now these guys are going to have scoreboard on us, too. Like, That's what I'm saying. There, there's already three schools that have scoreboard on you, uh, K-State, Baylor, and Tech. You don't want to add new teams to the list after this year. No. You don't want Cincinnati and UCF and BYU to have that as well. I feel like uh, if if we get it rolling and I feel like we we should be a vastly improved football team next year, um, I think we could be rolling into Provo uh, sporting a pretty good record and feeling pretty good about ourselves. But you never know what, what may unfold. Injuries, um, like they just, for whatever reason. But you, you would hope that year two, you know, they, they've upgraded the roster. I think on both sides, especially defensively, that the month of November, I, I think they need to be hitting on all cylinders at least by October next year. But you would hope in November, like, you're really starting to see Okay, yeah, I can see this program really moving in the right direction. Well, sure, I, I really hope that that's the case. Well, I'll tell you what I hope is the case. I hope we have a football team that is embarrassed after last year, hungry, uh, taking this offseason seriously with development, with getting right, uh, have a great spring. Get some young guys to develop, get some transfer guys acclimated to the offense and defense, and tear into this conference and just bulldoze everyone to like I hope at the end of the season everyone is saying, Good, get that team the hell out of here. Yeah. I hope we just pound well, everyone. I mean, there's new teams, but it's kind of the same story is, you know, you are and should be more talented than any of these new four teams or the three teams that you're playing. Like UCF might end up finishing in the top four yeah. or five of the league, but you've got more talent than UCF. You got more talent than Cincinnati and BYU as well. I agree. Like, make it look like that next year. Bulldoze yeah. those guys. I mean, I, I would guess that those teams' average recruiting ranking looks very similar to a lot of Big Twelve teams that we see on a year in year out basis, right? Yeah, yeah. Think so. Now, here's the thing: like we, this conference is going to be way different for those schools um you know UCF is they're a good program and you know you can say the same thing about Cincy and and Houston and BYU but here's the thing like it's just different whenever you play one or two big games maybe host or or go on the road with a big non-con and then like the rest of it, you're you're talking about, like, just nobodies. All right. Last year they opened up with South Carolina State. All right. Florida Atlantic, Georgia Tech, SMU, Temple, East Carolina. Um, I mean, there's some good football teams mixed in here. Don't get me wrong, but it's just going to be it's going to be a little bit different for them. Like, because in Iowa State, Iowa State does not drive fear into anyone whenever you see them on the schedule. And I don't even think UCF play, they don't play Iowa State, but you know, that's a team that is like they're impossible to score on. It's going to be a, a really tight football game. They have a really good home environment. I Iowa State will be the whoever whether it's Cincinnati or or whoever, that'll be the biggest yeah. stadium that they've played in. Yeah. You know, with a with a crazy fan base that that brings a really good environment. So, like, there's games that they don't seem like much, 
they're not they're not big notable games, but Baylor, Kansas State, you know, even Oklahoma State, even Tech next year. Right? There's there's these teams that they don't seem like much on paper, but they're they've been trying to figure out ways to beat the Oklahomas and the Texases that have them outmatched with personnel nonstop, and it's something that these other schools, they don't have to really ever deal with that. It's a good point and a point that I think that we'll be um, looking at ourselves in a year's time. Exactly going to the, right. To the SEC, right? That's exactly I right. Mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, even the Ole Miss and Mississippi State, you, mean, you may look at those games next year as one of the more manageable games on the schedule, but to your exact point with the other four, if you were to put those two teams on this schedule, you're saying, oh, those are like two of the most challenging teams you're going to play this year. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm fascinated with it. I can't wait to see how the year unfolds. Um, we need we need to get our confidence back. And as someone said, uh, a get right schedule, and that's how it needs to be treated. We need to. Right, I, I don't know I, I, if you've looked at it and gone win loss. I don't know if you have or not. I haven't. But this schedule, to me, I hate to say it. It's inexcusable to not win 10 games I on this schedule. I said the same thing earlier. Like, now you can really start talking about expectations. You're to- I, what, I'm, I'm with you. 10 games at least, man. You should be playing for the conference championship next year. You're going to be favored in at least 11 out of the 12. I feel strongly about that. Teddy, like, regardless of what you, you – you've got to win 10 games with the schedule. You just got to, to, man. You can't go 8-4. and four. I don't even think you can go 9-3 and three with the schedule. You can't do it, man. Now – Here's the thing. I was under the illusion previously that our our talent gap was still sizable with the rest of the conference. And if you look at stars and recruiting rankings, we were. But that really doesn't mean anything once you get on the field. Our on-field talent, like game day, how we perform, was not. It was bad. Now, those guys are capable. There's a lot of guys last year that played bad that are capable of playing really good football, just you know what they are athletically, and that's got to show up, man. Yeah. I'm from Oklahoma and did my undergrad at OU, which is my school. Got my master's from Baylor and married into a UCF family of beach bums. Nice. So this is the most exciting season ever to me. Um, what were Oklahoma's 2023 – conference schedule foes in 2010 let's see oh saying okay yeah yeah yeah. Cincinnati and West Virginia they play this year we're in the Big East yeah they play BYU and TCU they're in the Mountain West they play UCF they they were in Conference USA 13 years ago in 2010 which goes to something you said earlier yeah it's a mix from Doug Miles mixed bag uh of conferences I don't do do those conferences even exist anymore I don't even know uh yeah yeah they do yeah, they do. Let's see. Yeah. What conference were those again? Conference U.S. I don't know if Conference USA does anymore. Yeah, yeah, it maybe, does. yeah maybe it does. Mountain, Mountain West? West does. Big East, no. no. Big East is the American now. The Mountain West does. What was the one that dissolved? It wasn't was, the WAC. I think WAC. the WAC's yeah, no that's more. What I'm yeah, of. yeah, yeah. It, that's what I'm saying. Is it's like you look at this schedule and it's just you. And it has nothing to do with how good of football teams they are. It's just name recognition. There's nothing there, and like I said, there's not a team on here that's won the conference in a decade. 
He brought up Muleshoe, now I want blood. Can't wait to storm the field in Provo and ruin their senior nights. This says Sooners win in Provo, 38-16. Screw the Cougs. We got to win this one for Sam Bradford, LOL. Yeah. Yeah, do you have Sam Bradford on the sideline for this game or no? How far is Provo from Montana? From Montana? Yeah. Uh, a short private jet flight away <laughs> for uh, Sam Bradford. It's a very doable trip. You think that you can uh, – Is can you ski a pass from Jackson Hole to yeah. Provo? I bet you could. If you're rich enough, you can. Sure. And Sam Bradford's – he's wealthy enough. You think he'll hella ski? They'll drop him off on one of those mountains <laughs> behind and he'll just ski Deliver down the game the ball. Stadium. Deliver the game ball, yeah. Tyler, hotel tips for BYU game. We need to get in on it early and often to extreme price gouging and availability issues. Thanks, brother. Uh-huh. There you go. I'm going to guess most people stay in Salt Lake or Park City, but, again, I, I don't I don't know. Are you going to set up a, a ref army barracks somewhere in Provo? Yes. A hotel as, yes. A, yes. as a waypoint? We will uh, – ref army, we will, we, will have, we will have you covered out there Friday and Saturday for nice. the game. Good stuff. Uh, now that the Big 12 schedule dropped, let's start talking about how the SEC will align with the teams and set the OU schedule, okay? Someone else saying that they uh, – when Teddy said he had nine words to say to them, I got really nervous because I know Tyler was counting every word. <laughs> yeah, I was. And he stopped like five words in. I was like, uh-oh. He's well, going to come up I a few to, words short here. I had to uh, separate the two, the two sentences, so we're good. I, I wrote it down and counted it, and I, I counted it twice. We're good. Um, By the way, it says, Ted, the last time Cincinnati played in Norman. I can't see the rest of this, but I'm going to guess – I think both Kelsey brothers who were playing in the Super Bowl were on that team. Really? Yeah. I know Jason was. I think Travis Kelsey was like a freshman. It's like, oh. Oh, this says, uh, oh, you knocked out their four, four of their quarterbacks that game. Oof. That was 2008 when OU played Cincinnati. I think they had both Kelsey brothers and Derek Wolf, who played for the Broncos yeah. for a while. You remember him? Sure. He played at that time at Cincinnati as well. Okay. Yeah, they had some dudes when Brian Kelly was there during that, that stretch. Yeah. Wow. Boy, I guess so. Huh. Man, there's there's a history of, of a good coach going there and doing some uh, some good State of things. Ohio's got some talent, man. Yeah. You can find some in-state talent there for sure. 52-26, Bradford threw for 395. Okay, interesting. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Stay with us. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Listen up, folks. Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman is ready to hire you. The construction is starting on our new service facility, so we're looking to hire service technicians now. This is a huge opportunity for anyone looking for a career with guaranteed growth potential. We offer sign-on bonuses, excellent benefits, and fast-track training. Our goal West Yalagosny Law is bringing you what caught Teddy's eye. If you've been hurt in a wreck and you don't know who to trust, take a look at the client reviews at WYG. If you want a lawyer that uh, clients trust, then trust WYG. West Yalagosny Law, 405-800-8080. That's 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is. Uh, one thing here I thought was interesting uh, James Laurinaitis yeah. from Ohio State is uh, coming back, joining the staff there at Ohio State, was an absolute stud, three-time All-American. Uh, he was two-time captain there, won the Buckus Award as the nation's best linebacker. Um, 
He was a grad assistant last year at Notre Dame um, working for Marcus Freeman, who was a teammate with him at Ohio State, which I thought was interesting. You know, he's 36, going to work primarily with the linebackers there. Um, he, was, uh, he was a Rams, watched a lot of film of him, a really, really good football player. Stud. Yeah, he was doing a radio in Columbus, sports radio in Columbus at the oh, fan really? up there. Yeah, how yeah. was that? Did he did he do a good job? Yeah, it's funny. Like that's that station, which is all Ohio State. It's like, you know, here in so many other places, it's like if you're a great quarterback, then you're made for life. It almost seems like at Ohio State, if you're a great linebacker, like you're kind of set for life because they had Laurinaitis on there. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other linebackers that they had on there, but like AJ Hawk is doing the uh, Pat McAfee show now. And the the dude that Plank does his show, Bobby Bobby uh, Carpenter, Bobby Carpenter. Is, uh, yeah, he he yep. does the morning show there. It's like if you're a great linebacker there, then you'll never pay for a meal in that town. Ah, never they've again. had some really really good yeah, ones come through, uh, also. So now Been a little I, bit of a drought for him though, defensively, kind of interesting. Yeah, they had the Bosa brothers recently, but. Man, it's so strange too because they had, which I know those guys are like edge players, but they had it rolling where they had like a a corner in the top five for like four years in a row in the NFL draft. It felt like they had the Bosa brothers, they had oh, uh, the kid that ended up Chase Young, um, went to um, uh, the the Redskins. So, yeah, it I don't know, it's it's dried up there, but they'll bounce back at some point. uh, You got any more? I got the last one I've got is. I know the the Broncos hiring Peyton is big news, giving up a first-rounder and a second-rounder, which is just absurd considering they don't have any other picks and really need to bolster the roster, but that's what they're doing for Peyton. Uh, Houston has hired D'Amico Ryans, um, former linebacker in the NFL, really good player. Um, He's been doing some good things in the league, hired him as their head football coach. Okay, so the ACC schedule, I guess, was released last night. And Florida State, who's a very popular January pick to make the college football playoff next year, in the month of September, in the first month of the season, they're going to play LSU in Orlando and at Clemson just in the month of September. So we're going to find out in the first four weeks how legit FSU really is. Why are they playing – LSU and because they played LSU in New Orleans last year. I don't know. I, huh. I think it's dumb. I hate it. Why why New Orleans and Orlando? Why not Tallahassee and Baton Rouge? Wouldn't that have been just so much better? I, I just I can't stand when teams do that. I th- it sounds to me like whenever you do it at a neutral site, you can sell it to a sponsor and name it something. Right? And that what they do with some of those neutral site yeah, games. Sure. Dumb. I agree. Yeah, very dumb. What's going on at the Dallas Zoo? Are they in line to be a story on Dateline? So, remember on January 13th, okay? Yeah. We talked about the clouded leper. Um, The habitat was intentionally cut, and the leopard escaped. Then a day later, a habitat that houses – I'm going to butcher some of these. Langers, a species of monkey, was found to be tampered with. Then eight days after that, an endangered lappet-faced vulture was found dead under suspicious circumstances. And then yesterday, two emperor tamarin monkeys were reported missing after the primate enclosure was found intentionally compromised. So, like, in a three, two-week span, they've had four serious incidents at the Dallas Zoo. I don't know, I don't know what's going on down there, but they may need to figure it out before someone gets hurt. Do you know... 
how easy it is in this day and age to set up cameras everywhere. They're wireless. You, you don't even have to wire them into some big network. You can get them all wireless. They all report right to your, your phone. Someone can watch every single enclosure. The fact that they don't have anyone on video doing any of this stuff is ridiculous. I, I'm an outsider. I don't know the ins and outs of the Dallas Zoo, but it appears to me that there's a moron in charge down there. Yeah. Right? Well, you probably have to sign a waiver before you go into the Dallas Zoo. Or at least you should. Maybe they try to make you sign a waiver. I don't know. It's Bad a, things happen there. Hey, guys, will you check to make sure the tiger enclosure is closed before we <laughs> let people in? <sighs> Boy. Uh, a couple of basketball things. Free admission for the OU women's game tonight. That's nice. at 6 p.m. They're going to honor Taylor Robertson after the game. Fan appreciation night. Then tomorrow night, uh, OU will host Bedlam at 8 p.m. Yeah. Red Panda is going to be the halftime show. Always very popular. It is also free admission. Oh, uh, Wednesday is? Yes. Nice. I got an Ooh. email in the uh, in the inbox. Okay, very good. I did not see that, I guess. Yeah. But that's, that's good news. I hope that that's um, correct information. And you didn't just tease everyone for free bedlam entry. It is. Uh, Baylor, I was looking at their Big 12 schedule release. They have eight home games next year. Nice. OU has six home games. Baylor has eight home games next year, including their first four games of the season. Wow. Good for Baylor. Hard to know what to make of Baylor uh, going into next year. Last year they were a, a Jekyll and Hyde football team. Um. You know, they ended with the same record that we did, but I don't know. We'll see if Shapin can get it together, and I know they're coached really well. They'll be good on defense, but, you know, they finally have to replace some of those big, big-name guys that have done a lot of good things for them on defense. So we'll see. But that, that helps out a lot to have four home games, but unfortunately one of them's Utah. Yeah. Uh, last one I have, and this is maybe the biggest story in college football today, even though we talked about it earlier. Washington offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb says, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to stay in Seattle. I am not taking the Alabama gig. He's reportedly offered the Alabama OC job. He's going to stay at Washington. And I think Washington feels pretty good about the direction that they're headed. Oh, yeah. I I would Just won the Alamo Bowl over Texas. Big turnaround for them. I would hope so. Uh, Penix is back. He he probably threw for 4,000 yards last year. Dude was uh, really, really good. Throwing the deep ball, they lit people up. They could win the big. They could win the Pac-12 next year. I, I don't think that they're going to be the favorite, but they're going to have one of the better offenses in the league. I mean, you say that, and I I agree, but I mean, the, just the quarterback play. We've talked about this. Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy is, is back. Penix is back. Bo Nix is back. Cam Rising is back. Um, Jane no. Delora is back. Yeah. Uh, Dion Sun will be at Colorado. I'm interested to see. I don't know. Did you say DJ Uyungale at Oregon State? Did you say him? He'll be uh, the starter there. Really? Yeah. Okay. No, I I did not say that. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. I and I don't know who Kenny Dillingham got at Arizona State, but I know he got a ton of transfers. Had like 25 transfers. So he's probably got a quarterback in there. As or well. uh, UCLA's got a five-star Dante Moore coming in, who's yeah. he's from Detroit, who's really good. It's going to be weird though, considering that they've had the same quarterback for the last <laughs> seven years. It's going to be like the Packers about to lose Aaron Rodgers. You just don't <laughs> right. know how to. You just look at UCLA, totally different. But it, I, I think it's going to be a fun conference, and um, 
Yeah, I think Washington has a legit shot at it. I think. Do they play um, USC? Yeah, I think USC gets um, Oregon and Washington next year. Yeah, I feel like I just saw their schedule last week. Oregon, and obviously they they still have to play Utah and Arizona. You know, so it's going to be much more difficult road for them, and still have Notre Dame in there as well. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. You'll feel good about Landers. How good? Our best deals every day good. Like 4000 off and 2.99% financing for 60 months with no payments for 90 days on select 2022 Silverado. Sour the rush. Nice call, by the way. You're right. Free admission to tonight's OU women's basketball game. Free admission to tomorrow's OU Boom. men's basketball game. Boom. This guy's just in the know. Our OU basketball insider, Teddy Lehman. Dropping knowledge. If anyone would like to sponsor the uh, OU Basketball Insider with Teddy mm. Lehman, just let me know. I nailed it. Text. You guys are complete homers, says the texter in the 405. Ten wins at least. Last preseason, OU was favored in every game last year, too. Then all of a sudden, they were underdog in most. Too caught up in recruiting stars. Mm-hmm. On-field talent is much closer than you think in this conference, and yeah. it rests much on the quarterback. Why should we expect DG to be great this year? Surrounding talent has not been that big of an upgrade. Thought you would have learned by now. Sad face emoji. Um, There's a lot of good points in there. Um. I've addressed the the talent discrepancy. Um, I still believe that we have better talent. Now, that talent played like crap last year. Uh, that's clear. Development has been bad. Mistakes have been bad. Uh, tons of missed opportunities. But it doesn't change the fact that the schedule that we've been dealt is totally – Winnable. Every single game that was the point. is winnable. I'm not saying they're going to. We said they need to. Like, come on, there's no excuses to not win ten games. That's that was the, I, the point. Hey, I'm sorry. I I expect the team to be uh quite a bit better than they were a year ago. I and I disagree. I think there has been there's been some massive upgrades on talent, specifically on defense. So we can hit some of those in the next hour. Um, if you can't look at that schedule and say Oklahoma needs to win 10 games on there, I, I don't know what to tell you. We'll be back.